Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Welcome in on this Monday to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me despite the pretty brutal weekend that happened on the Diamond. Uh, There's no sugarcoating it. It was a very, very, very bad weekend against a very, very good Tennessee team, but still a very bad weekend for Ole Miss, and we've got some things to talk about there. So that's what we're doing today. We'll talk spring practice on the next episode, but today we're talking about the series sweep at the hands of Tennessee, the new number one team in college baseball, by the way. They were number one in some poll, but they're number one for real, for real this time, and a lot to talk about, a whole lot to talk about there on the podcast today. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't already, to follow me on Twitter, if uh, if you're so inclined, at Michael Borky. Same thing for Facebook. If you're a Facebook user, find me there, or YouTube, all under the same name. Subscribe, like, whatever it is you have to do. Also, if you're listening in browser, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you get them, just search Rebel Report and subscribe to the podcast there so you don't have to wait till it pops up in browser and you see a link on Twitter or whatever, it'll just auto-populate to your phone every single time I upload. Podcast is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. The weather is getting better and better. I mean, it's just, it's springtime, right? It's grilling season. You've got highs in the mid to upper 60s uh, coming for the next 10 days or so in Oxford. Beautiful weather, perfect grilling weather. Get that started at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger on University Avenue. It's the best place in this state to get your meat, no doubt. But they also will help you with recipes. They've got good sides, daily lunch specials. Tell Greg that I sent you to LB's. The podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere in this state, and you're in the market for office technology Anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to phone systems and cloud storage, data security, IT projects, whatever it, whatever it is, if it's technology, if it's in the office, and you are in Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems can serve you. ABSMS.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment, so you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you. All right, so you guys know by now that Ole Miss got swept this weekend. Uh, twelve to one on Friday, ten to three on Saturday, and four to three on Sunday. It was twenty-five innings of embarrassment. They almost got embarrassed at home this weekend. Let's just call it what it is. Let's be honest about what happened this weekend. Almost got embarrassed at home by a, a team that right now today is much better than them. That's what happened. Uh, you can talk about all kinds of different stuff. Oh, they didn't do this. They didn't do that. You guys watched the same games I did. And for 25 of the 27 innings, Ole Miss was completely overmatched by a better baseball team today. Can things change? Of course. We've seen it in other places before where teams get swept in the regular season and then turn around and win a national championship. That literally happened to your rival a year ago. But some of the problems that you saw from Ole Miss – have existed all year long 
And this is just the best team they've faced this year. One of, if not the best team in the country. And they shined a magnifying glass on those problems that I've been talking about with you since the season began. And I know a couple of you have been upset with me. Uh, even one of you, I hope you're still listening, uh, said that I sound like a state fan on this podcast, which um, I hope you're still listening because I warned you that this team had shortcomings and their shortcomings were magnified by a really good baseball team in Tennessee this weekend. There's so much to unpack here. I think the first thing, though, is how it looked. There's a difference, in my opinion, in getting swept and getting swept like this. If it was like seven to six, five to four, four to three, those kind of games really close, two good teams battling it out, it would be a different conversation today. From the jump, from the very beginning, Tennessee, I mean, they, they looked more engaged, they looked more confident. They brought the fight to Ole Miss in an atmosphere they haven't played in this year, and Ole Miss never responded. And I usually don't like talking about things like this because it's very easy in baseball and in basketball especially. Uh, if a team shoots 25% from the field one night, people say, oh, they just didn't care. They, their, their hearts weren't in it, whatever the, the take is. And no, it's easy to look like you're checked out when you're missing shots. It's easy to look like you weren't engaged, like you weren't in it uh, when you're swinging and missing a lot. It's easy to to look like that. And without some of the quotes we got after the game, uh, I would have defended the team from that kind of stuff. The whole, oh, they were checked out. They were not engaged, whatever the case may be. But... Some of the quotes after the game, I think, tell a very tell a very telling story. Uh, present a very telling story about the problems with this team at the moment. Um, again, Tennessee took the fight to them. You could see it watching on TV. You could see it if you were there. One team was more confident than the other. One was more engaged than the other. One brought the fight to the other, and then. That gets affirmed by Ole Miss's own players. You guys have probably seen the quotes by now, but in case you have not seen them, three separate players on two different days for Ole Miss said something along the lines of they took Tennessee lightly or they were a little flat or something like that. I'll read two of them for you. This was after the game Friday. Remember, Ole Miss got beat 12-1 to on Friday night got absolutely flat-out dominated on Friday night. Now, in fairness, that was a big league arm. That t Chase Burns is a big league arm, and the SEC has to deal with him uh, beyond this year. I mean, that guy will be in the majors in very short order. Very short order. His stuff is just unbelievable for his age. But Ole Miss got rocked. He got punched in the face. They got rocked and beat 12-1. to 1. Here are two quotes after the game. This one's from Tim Elko. He came out, and his stuff was really good, and we just weren't ready. I think we were a little flat-footed from the start. We didn't come out with that fire under us like they did. Hats off to him. He pitched a great game. We've got to be better all around. I think we just came out and expected us to be rolling over them. We didn't. They're a really good team. We've got to come out with fire, 
more than we did today. It, again, it's it's easy to dismiss things like this, generally speaking. Because again, it's easy to look flat when you don't hit the baseball. And it's also easy, or, or you should avoid at times not reading into what college kids say. But this is a veteran guy. I mean, this is Tim Elko here saying this, uh, talking about being flat or, or whatever you, you want to use, whatever term you, you want to describe. This is Ole Miss's team captain, their veteran, their leader, using phrases like, we expected it to be us rolling over them. We've got to come out with fire. We were a little flat-footed. And then separately, another Ole Miss player this time, it was uh, Dylan DeLucia, who said this, We took them lightly. It won't happen again. We will win tomorrow. I'll tell you that. It's one of those things where they play in a small field. We have a bigger field, so we thought, we could throw it into them. It didn't work out. We missed some spots, and that's why they ended up hitting the homers. Tomorrow will be a lot better. Spoiler alert, tomorrow was not better. They lost 10-3. to And then yesterday, after the 4-3 to loss, you had another quote. So, And then Hayden Dunhurst said something similar about being flat after Saturday's game. And then you have another one. This is from Brandon Johnson. This is, this is another one. Um, Quote, I would like to say this, that our teammates said some words that weren't exactly right. That's a really good team over there, and respect them. Obviously, we think they are the best team in the country. They showed us that. We have all the respect in the world for them and never took them lightly or anything like that. Oh, man. So, it's hard to figure out what to take from that. Because after I saw the quotes Friday, I thought, you know, maybe that's just a couple of guys that got punched in the mouth and didn't know what to say. But when you have three players independent of each other after two games talking about being flat or taking them lightly or whatever the case may be, you've got a problem. That is a huge, huge issue. Luckily, that is one that can be fixed, right? That kind of mentality, that kind of stuff, you can fix that. that. That's not a permanent thing. The pitching problems are a little bit more difficult to overcome. This kind of stuff, um, you, you can escape this. You can get past this. You can adjust from here. But that, if you truly were flat or expected to roll or whatever the case may be, this Tennessee team, to the point where they had more energy than you and you couldn't match it for 25 innings, that's a you problem. I mean, that's a, a locker room issue that, that needs to get corrected immediately. That is more pressing to me than the pitching, is that mentality. Even if they misspoke, it's possible that they did, but that is three different players two separate days, independent of each other, said that kind of thing. That is a sign of an issue 
inside of that locker room that needs to get fixed right away. And, and maybe the series humbled them. Maybe the, they're awake now when they realize that you're not near as good as you thought you were. Because if you thought you were just going to roll over this Tennessee team, you are not as good as you think you are. And, and maybe they they got humbled. There's a chance that that happened. That, that, there's a chance that that has happened. And we will see how they respond. But this weekend doesn't look like a break anymore considering what Kentucky did to Georgia this past weekend. That, beyond the pitching problems, is my biggest takeaway from the weekend. Is what is going on inside? And we'll never know. You know, we won't know. But those, those quotes are an issue and a sign of an issue that needs to get corrected right away. And then on top of that, starting pitching. I mean, I've seen people say that the offense wasn't good enough, stuff like that. And you're right. And Tennessee is probably the best team in the country. I mean, they're a great baseball team. Vitello's done such a good job. I mean, power arms all over the place, guys that mash. And I know a lot of people were questioning whether or not that they were juicing, and I would encourage you not to do that because let's just pretend for a second. Let's just pretend. Pretend that those players are juiced. Let's just pretend. You still have to hit the baseball. And Tennessee out-hit Ole Miss badly. You still have to pitch the baseball and throw strikes. You still have to compete and bring energy. Ole Miss could not hit the baseball. Tennessee did hit the baseball. Ole Miss couldn't get outs. Tennessee could. Ole Miss didn't bring, according to their own players, didn't bring energy. Tennessee did. They came out a little flat. Tennessee didn't. They didn't have any fire. Tennessee did. So even if that's something that you want to talk about, talk about it in the context of Tennessee still had to hit the baseball. They still had to pitch the baseball. They still had to play defense. They still had to bring the energy that they did. This was an eye-opening weekend for uh, for Ole Miss. Does it mean the season's over? No, of course not. Does it mean they can't get better from here? Absolutely not. It does not. But all offseason, all offseason, I heard about how this team needs to make it to Omaha. With the lineup returning, this should be a team that gets them there. A championship-caliber baseball team. Well, we saw a championship-caliber baseball team play in Oxford this weekend, and they were wearing orange and gray. Awful gray uniforms, but they were wearing them. That was a championship-caliber team. And Ole Miss has a long way to go before they get there. Can they still? They can. But some of their issues, I don't don't know how you correct. I mean, starting pitching, I saw it week one, and I was told many times it was too early by a lot of people. I rarely get things right. I I saw this one week one, and and some of you did too. Starting pitching is an issue, and I don't know how you I don't know how you overcome it. I I don't know how you overcome it. Uh, I mean, what do you do? Uh, I mean, Diamond was okay actually. Uh, I thought he he fared well on Sunday. Doherty, I think, is an option there, but the margin for error now is so thin because you're not getting outings where you're shutting down an opponent. And sometimes in the SEC, you are you are going to run into arms that shut your offense down despite it being as good as it is. 
And yes, I still believe that Ole Miss offensively is better than they showed against Tennessee this weekend. I think they're better than that. I do. Um, they had a bad weekend. It looked like they pressed. They had some bad at-bats. There's some kind of mentality issue going right now. They don't have the mental makeup uh, of a championship team at the moment. You can see it. Um, but I think the talent is still there to be one of the best offenses around. I, I really, I still believe that after this weekend. I think they're better than what they showed. But how good are they going to have to be to win games? Are they going to have to score eight runs a game? Because that's unrealistic. You have got to find somebody on weekends that will pitch into the sixth inning with a run or two on the board. And so far, you're not getting that with any kind of consistency. That's the thing is I don't know what the options are. I don't know what you can do to alleviate this. Um, I haven't been involved in the 22 years like some of you guys have. I, I don't remember a Mike Bianco coached baseball team with starting pitching that was this bad. Without any answers. I can't remember one that was this bad without any answers. They got to find them quick, though, or else um, or else it won't get much better. Luckily, the schedule does get easier from here. Now, Kentucky was really good this past weekend, and, and you have to go on the road. That's going to be tough. Alabama at least took the fight to Mississippi State. They lost two games, but they had to get walked off in both of those games. South Carolina actually, I mean, you say the schedule is easier, or I say the schedule is easier, but is it? I mean, it's early. They can figure things out, but that has to happen soon. It does. It uh, it does. Humbling weekend for sure. Humbling weekend. Doesn't mean it's over or anything like that, but they have a long way to go, a long way to go before they come anywhere close to matching what the preseason expectations were. And I had somebody, I said something like that on Twitter over the weekend. I had somebody say, what expectations? I knew this team was going to be bad, or, or I knew this team wasn't going to be that good. And, and I thought, you're the only person that I, I heard that from. The only person. The expectations for this team were through the roof, as they should have been. Don't recalibrate your expectations with the benefit of hindsight. This is supposed to be one of the best teams in the country. And this past weekend, they didn't look like it. Does it have to remain that way? Will it remain that way? No. It doesn't have to. they got to figure it out quick, though. They've got to figure it out quick. They can. Plenty of season left. It's got to start happening soon. Or else there's going to be a free fall from the number one spot. A free fall. It happened recently, and they made it to the third game of a Super Regional. It can be done. It can be done. We'll see if it. Uh, we'll see if it happens. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hate to have gone as strong as I did today for you, but that's just reality. It's the truth as I see it, and um, maybe they'll bounce back and get a series win this weekend in Lexington. That'll be a good start because that's a pretty solid Kentucky team as we learned this past weekend. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. I'll uh, talk to you again. We'll talk spring practice next time you hear from me. See you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.